Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in... Over here! With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Hello, and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jovan Jean Georges. Hello, hello, and good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing today? How was your night? How was your night? And how's everything doing? Today, I'm coming to you guys live today. I actually have no topic, you know, I'm just going to talk to you guys about the stuff that I've been talking about lately. You know, it's like a review and then just have a conversation with you guys. Like this week, I have been talking about temptation. You know, I have been talking about temptation. Hello, welcome everybody. You know, I have been talking about temptation and I actually give you guys a couple idea what is temptation. You know, and I give you guys, you know, like a couple verse that you guys could read. I don't know who read those verse, you know, if you read it or not. But if I tell you guys what happened this week, you know, you guys may not believe me. It's like the day that I started my, you know, like the day that I started my live broadcast, my life have not been the same. By me saying my life have not been the same. It's like I have been, like, tested by God. Everything that I talk about, there's a test. God gave me a test to see if I'm going to pass it or not. As as you guys can see, my background look a little different today. I actually just put this together. Um, Before I went live today, I put this second logo together. Because, you know, like the, the Talk With You logo, that's the logo of my... You know, like, you know, my Christian, I'm going to call it like my Christian media company logo. But I wanted to have another logo for myself that actually say, you know, like Jubin Jean George's host, just like, you know, like the one I actually say. So I put this logo together, you know, like this morning before I actually went live today, I put this logo together. So I hope that you guys like it. You know, if you guys don't like it, you guys can tell me. So, yeah, I have been talking about temptation, and I've been tested. Something happened this week. You know, I heard so many people talking about, like, they been, uh, somebody been racist with them. Like, I don't believe in being racist. You know, I believe everybody's equal. I might be black. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, yellow, orange, whatever color you are. You know, you are my blood and my sister. But... But at first, I never wanted to say nothing about it because I never experienced it. But now that I experience it, I see the way 
you know, like the way um, I felt the pain of those people. And that moment I was in so much shock and I started crying. And I started crying. That is the first time in my life that someone being racist, you know, around me, like someone is is acting differently around me. I am a people person. You know, I am a people person. I love everybody. I show everybody love. But I never met one or two people that actually don't like me because of the color of my skin. And that was very weird to me, like that feeling like up in my eyes. So I actually say, oh, my God. So that's the way you feel when you actually go through it, you know? Someone I was helping, right? At first, the, the first day I met those people, they was friendly. Like, they was very friendly. You know, I must say white people. For the white people that's watching me, I'm not racist. By me saying white people, so, you know, you know, I'm not saying, like, white people, like, in a way that, you know, I'm going against you guys. I love everybody equal, but it's something that happened to me this week on Wednesday, Wednesday, the September 8th, because today's September 10th. Yeah, Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. So don't take this wrong, you know, like I'm not being racist. When I met them, they were very friendly at first. They were very friendly. You know, I actually told them, like, the service I'm going to provide. You know, I'm not going to say too much about the service. And then the day I met them, to, you know, they was very friendly. They shake my hand. They was laughing. I thought everything was going to go smooth. And then on Wednesday, when I went there to provide a service, can you imagine, like, they kicked me out their house? I went to their house to provide a service to them. They need the service. I went to their house to provide a service to them. One of them let me in, and then when the grandma and the you know and the grandfather actually came back home, they find out that I am inside the house. They stood outside for like an hour, and then they send their daughter to kick me out the house. And I asked them why, you know, like why, you know, why are you asking me to leave? She told me that. My mother and my father do they don't want black people in their house just like that. They don't want black people inside their house. The only person they let inside the house was like white people. The the last person that provided that same service to them was a white lady. I said, huh? In that moment, I actually didn't show them that I was hurt. You know, I played off a little bit, and then when I went outside, that lady was standing outside waiting for me to leave the house so she can go in. So when I was leaving the driveway, no, when I was leaving the house to actually go to my car, she started going inside her house. And I wave at her. I say hi to her. She didn't even reply back to me. And I say, wow. And I and I told myself, like, I, I wish I knew that there was the kind of person I was going to, you know, I was going to 
you know, I was not going to go in a way to help myself out. But, you know, that's not what I was, you know, like, that's not why, you know, I'm actually live today. I just wanted to, you know, to say that to show you guys, don't think that the thing that I'm doing right now, all those conversations that I'm having with you, that I'm having with you guys, all those topics that I am bringing to you guys, all those verses that I am giving to you guys by me doing the will of God, don't think that, you know, my life is easy. My life is not easy. My life became harder the day that I started this. And that moment I was hurt. And then I called my parents. And then my mother told me, remember, you are talking about temptation. So you are talking about the temptation. Don't let yourself be tempted. Don't let the enemy, you know, like tempt you in a way to make you hurt. To, uh, to mess up your, you know, to mess up your day. Then I say, okay, that's, yeah, that's right. So I overcome it. So, so God used my mother to say that to me to help me overcome it. So I overcome it. So that's one of the reasons why today I didn't even feel like going live today. That was another temptation. My temptation today was I don't feel like going live today. You know, I don't feel like going live today. And then I didn't even know what I was going to talk about today. And then my mom told me again. That's why I love talking to my parents. You know, sometimes it's my dad that actually say something to me that opened my eyes. Sometimes it's my mom. You know, my mom said, you know, like, just go life and talk. You know, when you started talking, then you will know exactly what to say. I say, okay. I say, all right, that's fine. So now I am live with you guys today. Temptation is something that we're actually going to go through every day in our life. Don't think that you will never go, even though you go to a temptation today, don't think that you will not go to another temptation. We will keep going to temptation over and over, over and over until we die. God will allow the enemy to test you, to give you tests to see if you are you know, like if you're going to use the weapon that he gave you, that God gave you to overcome it, or if you're just going to let it dwell in your mind, if you're just going to let yourself be stressed about a situation that you're able to overcome. Every situation on earth, you're able to overcome it, no matter what it is. You know, no matter what it is, every whatever the situation you are going through, you are able to overcome it. Whatever kind of temptation or tribulation, because we talk about tribulation as well, that you are going through, you are able to overcome it. And then uh, we spoke about stress. We talk, you know, spoke about joy, joyful, love one another. We spoke about fate. We, you know, like, you know, I tried to talk about the topic that actually, you know, um, that actually like, connect together that will that will support you guys but starting next week you know i'm gonna be up in the bible i'm gonna you know i'm gonna talk about the bible now you know i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about you know each chapter i will take a chapter every time i go live you know so i can talk about the chapter but i'm thinking about starting uh i'm thinking about starting a conversation uh you know like a topic about the seven the seven trumpet in Revelation. That's what I'm gonna talk about starting next week. 
I'm letting you guys know what I'm gonna be talking. I'm gonna spend time in Revelation, but I'm gonna start with the seven trumpet, the seven trumpet in Revelation, because I Revelation talk about the seven trumpet, and every time the angel blow the trumpet, something happened. So like, I'm gonna talk about the seven trumpet in Revelation, and then I'm gonna talk to you guys about what. You know, like, which trumpet is happening right now? Because, like, every trumpet in the Bible, the revelation talk about, like, when the angel blow, you know, blow the trumpet, there's, like, earthquake, there's, like, this, blood all over. So, like, we're going to talk about the seven trumpet, and we're going to try to figure it out which uh, which one is happening right now. Is it the second trumpet, the third, or the fourth, or the fifth trumpet? So, like, I'm going to spend my time this weekend. I'm going to get everything situated. I did do, you know, like, a, you know, like a research about it back in the day, but I cannot find my notebook, so I'm going to have to redo it over. So that's what I'm going to be talking about next week, Revelation, but I'm going to focus about the seven trumpet in Revelation. We're going to talk about it. We're going to try to figure it out. Which one is happening right now? Because like there is a lot of earthquake right now. There's a lot of tsunami. There's a lot of hurricane. There's a lot of, you know, like there's a lot of killing. You know, there, there's a lot of war going on. People raising against each other. You know, like there's a lot of stuff going on. But that's part of one of the trumpet. I forgot which one is it. So we're going to talk about it. So I'm coming to you guys right now saying that I hope everything that I actually been talking about help you guys out. You know, a couple people send me message saying that, you know, like my topic helped them out. Thank you so much. But there's, there's a lot of other people, even though like I receive comment, I don't receive comment. I'm going to keep going live. This is something that, you know, God, the more I get attacked by it, the more tests that I receive every time I go live, it's proving to me that God want me to do what I'm doing. So I'm going to keep doing it. Even if I feel like I don't want to go live just like today, I don't even want to go live. But, you know, God used my mom to say one word to me to encourage me to actually go live today. You know, so, like, don't let temptation mess up your day. We talk about depression, suicide. You know, don't let depression cause you to think about suicide. There is a way out. Everything that you are going through, there's a way out. You're able to overcome whatever you are going through. You're able to overcome whatever you are going through. If you are in Haiti, oh yeah, just to let you guys know, I will start back again my Haitian broadcast. You know, I will let you guys know when I'm live with the English broadcast for my English followers. And then when I do my Haitian Creole, I'm going to let you guys know, you know, like when I go live, when I'm going live for my Haitian Creole broadcast for my Haitian followers because, you know, you guys, like I say, I'm Haitian, you know, so, you know, I'm trying to do it both one for the English followers and one for the Haitian followers. So I will do that. I will let you guys know. I'm thinking about going live tonight for my Haitian broadcast, but I'm not 100% sure. I will post it on my page to let you guys know. So I'm trying. I did do it, but it was like, you know, like voice. You guys was hearing my voice. So now that I am live, you guys seeing me. I haven't done the Haitian broadcast, but I am going. Uh, I'm actually going to redo it over again. So I'm going to do it differently. The Haitian people will be able to see my face. And then so they can know who's talking to them.
So I might go live tonight for my Haitian broadcast, but I'm not sure yet, but I will let you guys know. So I don't know how many of you guys actually went to temptation this week. I went to temptation this week, but God helped me to overcome it. I don't know how many of you guys that actually saw my videos on Monday and Wednesday talking about temptation, and I don't know how many of you guys went to temptation. If you went to a temptation this week, did you um, did you overcome it? Did you pass it? Or did you allow the temptation to mess up your whole day or to mess up your whole week? You probably still be uh, still going to temptation right now, the moment that I'm talking to you right now. So what did you do? Did God give you a test today on uh, this week about temptation? Did you just let it happen or did you overcome it? Did you use the strategy that I gave you or strategy that you knew? Or did you just let the enemy overcome, you know, like let the enemy just mess up your whole day? So I'm, you know, I'm telling you guys again, I'm going to remind you guys again, whatever situation you are going through, you're able to overcome it. You might feel like you are weak. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome for, um, thank you for joining me and welcome. So, whatever situation you are going through, you are able to overcome it. Today is just a review about things that I've been talking about. You know, I don't have a specific title today, topic today. So, today I'm just going over a couple of things that I've been talking about. So next week, for the people that just joined me next week, I will be talking about the seven trumpet in Revelation. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to try to figure it out which one is happening right now. Because Revelation, when you talk about the trumpet, when one of the angels blow one of the trumpets, there's like earthquake, hurricane, tsunami, country raising against country. So we're going to talk about the seven trumpet, and we're going to try to find out which one is happening right now. Because the revelation says the seven, the seven trumpet, when the angel blow the seven trumpet, that's the return or, you know, of the Son of God. So we're going to try to find out which one are we in right now so we can know how close we are for God, uh, for Jesus to return. So so that's something for next week. I just we repeat it for the people that just joined me live. So... Tribulation, whatever you are going through, you're able to overcome it. We spoke about love one another. Have you been loving your neighbor? For the people that actually watch that um, that broadcast, I think have how many f- views on Facebook? That broadcast actually have a couple, couple thousand views, I think. So the people that actually been watching that uh Broadcast or on love one another. Have you been loving one another? Have you been loving your your neighbor? Have you been loving your you know your enemy? People that actually did something wrong to you. Maybe like they took your wife from you. They took your girlfriend from you. Somebody stole your money. Somebody kill your son or kill your daughter or kill your mother or kill your brother or kill your father, anybody that's close to you? Have you been showing that person love? Because the Bible says love your enemy just as yourself. God love everybody. God have a lot of enemy. 
but God loved everybody equal. So have you been showing other people the same love that God been showing you? There's a lot of us people hurt you, right? Or they did something bad to you. You say you're not going to forgive that person. And then when you sin in front of God, you want God to forgive you, but you don't want to forgive your brother or your sister. Your brother and your sister don't have to be your blood brother or your blood sister. You want God to forgive you, but you do, but you don't want to forgive somebody that did something wrong to you. You want God to forgive you, but you don't want to forgive your manager that fired you. Or, uh, you know, someone that used to be your manager that fired you, and then you got mad because you, because that job was helping you. That's, you know, helping you to pay your bills, but you hold that person like in your heart and then you choose not forgive, forgive that person. And when you do something bad in front of God's eyes, you commit a sin, you praying and then you asking God to forgive you, but you don't want to forgive the other person. So have you been showing one another the love that God is showing to you, the love that God has for you? Have you been showing it to other people? We talk about what is faith. Hello, everybody. Welcome again. Today, it's all with you. We just, you know, I'm just going over a couple of stuff that I spoke about. So I talk about what is faith. Have you been having faith in the situation that you are going through right now or the situation that you went through yesterday, the day before, the week later, um, you know, the week before? Have you been keeping your faith? Have you been praying, asking God to give you something or to help you with something? Have you been keeping your faith that God going to do it for you? For the one that actually been praying for something for like one to ten years and you haven't found a result, have you been keeping your faith or did you just give up? Did you give up on your on your fast? Did you start fasting and then the enemy make you feel discouraged, and then you stop fasting? Have you been doing something and then your flesh don't want to do it no more because you don't have faith that you're going to succeed? Did you start it like a business? You've been praying, asking God to help you up in a business. So I have a gum in my mouth. And then God finally answer your prayer and make open the door for you to to be able to start that business. But doing doing that process of you starting the business, you give up. Have you been? You know, did you give up on that? Because some of us sometimes like we have faith. We're asking God for something. We have faith that we're gonna get it. And then when God finally answer your question, you just give up. You don't want to do it no more. So you spend so many, uh, so many time, one, two, three, four, five years waiting for God to answer that prayer. And then God finally answer it just because the thing is not easy for you to do. You just give up. So that means you did not have faith. Having faith for something is like, God, I want to start. I want to start like a a clothing um, business online. So you should have faith that God will help you do it. You should have faith that 
you you will be able to open it, get everything situated. No matter what happened, if it's hard, you're gonna you know you're gonna keep doing it. You're not gonna give up. So your faith should not be only believing that God will answer that prayer for you, and then that's it. So when God opened it for you, you know, like you you have to continue doing it. Like, you know, like, yeah, God give it to you. So now what? So have you been keeping your faith? Have you been having faith? We talk about suicide. Have you been having like voices talking in your mind telling you to commit suicide? What did you do? After you heard my episode about suicide, what did you do? Did you overcome the suicide? Did you find ways to overcome your mindset of suicide? Did you create activity like I told you guys, the way to overcome suicide? Sometimes you have to create activity to help your to help yourself from not Going through depression, because going through depression will end up making you want to commit suicide, depend of your situation. Not every depression make you do that, but it's depend on what you're going through. Probably you went to like a sexual abuse by your parents, might be your father. I know people, you know, that actually went through that. Their parent, uh, their father sexual abused them. So now they have in, they have like a lot of depression. They have voice talking to their mind. They want to kill themselves. They don't feel like a human being. They don't feel like they are, you know, like someone just like me and you. So have you been praying for the believers that believe in prayer? Have you been praying for God to help you with the suicide mind? Or did you just let it go? Did you allow the enemy to use depression to make you want to kill yourself? Did you allow the enemy to use something that you are going through to make you give up in life? You don't want to live no more. You feel you feel that you're not worthy of living. You feel like you, you, you're being like a burden to somebody. Sometimes we think like we're being like a burden to someone. We're actually not a burden to that person. You just feel like you are because like, because of the situation that you are going through right now, you want people to help you. There's time in life we need to ask people for help. Don't feel like you were burdened just because you're asking someone for help all the time. It's just like in that moment you are going through something, you're not strong enough to go through it alone. So the best option is to ask God for help and then you ask your loved one, a friend, anybody that cares for you to help you. So it doesn't mean that you, you've been a burden to some. The person might even say that sometime. We are a human being. We actually gonna, gonna feel like someone is bugging you too much, but it doesn't mean that you're not gonna help the person. You just, in that moment, you feel kind of tired, you know, like you stress, you're getting stressed yourself because you're always helping that person. It's just like, it's becoming like a burden. Sometimes we even say, ah, you are a burden to me, man. You bug me. I feel like I cannot live my life because of you. You know, I always have to be doing things for you. So that person might go through that in that moment, but it doesn't mean that they're not going to help you. Don't you see every time they say that, they still help you? 
So don't feel that you're being a burden to that person to stop asking people for help. Because like, it's best to ask for help than to just take your own life. Have you been like moving the things that are making you stress away from you? Have you been moving the things that make you going through depression to have the, the mindset of suicide? Have you been removing those things away from you or removing that person away from you? Sometimes it's someone that making you feel like that. Sometimes it's something you have that you cannot pay. It might be a car that you cannot pay. The bill is too much for you. It might be like a house, a mortgage. You're not making enough money to pay that mortgage. The best thing to do is to leave. It's best for your credit to be messed up. Seven years, the bill is going to be, you know, seven years, the bill is going to vanish. It's not going to be like in your credit no more. I'm not saying for you to just jump and give up and give up on your mortgage. If you're able to find other ways to help yourself paying your bill, do it. But if you are like in a situation, your mortgage is making you feeling depressed and then like you, you feel like you don't want to leave no more because you got too much depression, too much stress because the enemy will come in to put the suit. That's why the enemy make you go to depression because he wants you to kill yourself. Because the enemy know if you kill yourself, you you will not be able to go to heaven because you're taking your own life. You didn't give yourself that life. God gave you that life. Only God can take that life away from you. So, But when you do it on your own, you go straight to hell. Even though if you, if you don't believe in hell, there is hell. To be honest with you, I visited hell one day. I saw it myself. There is a lot of you know testimony about my life that people don't know. Maybe one day, like in my broadcast, I might do like a testimony broadcast, but I'm waiting when I have more audience, more people watching me, viewing me, you know, communicate back with me. And then like I will allow people to send me their testimony. You know, if you're listening to me right now, if you have a testimony, send it to me. You can send it on into my email, you know, info at talkwithjew.com. Dot com, or you can send it to, um, you can send it online on Messenger, or you can send it on WhatsApp. Here's my WhatsApp number. You know, if you have a testimony, if you don't want your face, if you don't want me to show you, to show your face, you can just send it to me. Send me a voice, and I will play your voice. I probably might put a picture of you so people can know who's giving the testimony. Or if you don't want your picture to be shown to, it's fine. I can just play the voice so people can hear it. You know, maybe if I start having that, if I start having people sending me, um, you know, like testimony, I actually might get the, I'm, I'm, I might get the show together to see when I'm going to do it. But there is a lot of testimony about me too. Things that I went through though, you know, like, different way that God has been using me in his kingdom to do his work. People see me, but they don't really know me. People see me talking, but they don't really know who's talking. So one day I will take the time. I will let you guys know who I am, where I, you know, you guys know I'm actually from Haiti. I was born in Haiti, but I grew up in Miami. I will let you guys know more about me. What other topic did we talk about?
joyful. That was episode 11. After I talked to you guys about, you know, about stress, suicide, love one another, then I talked to you guys about being joy, you know, joyful. Do you, do you, do you guys think that the enemy wants you to be happy? We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Do you guys think like the enemy wants you to laugh all the time? Want joy to be like in your, you know, like in your heart all the time? Do you do you think the enemy wants everything to happen smoothly for you? The enemy might appeal to you as a angels of light. The enemy might appeal to you as your friend. The enemy might appeal to you as your best friend, but it doesn't mean that he wants you to be happy. The enemy don't want nothing good happen to you. The enemy don't want nothing good for you. He might give you money. He might make you rich, but it's not going to be for a long time. He's waiting for the opportunity to just take your life away. That's why you're seeing like a lot of celebrities are being killed. That's why you're seeing like a lot of celebrities, they, they find them like dead inside a house or a hotel. The enemy allow you to be rich for so many years and then one day he just cut your life. Even the people that actually serving Satan, that's a millionaire. You think that you you think their life is you know is very joyful? No. A low class person can be more happy than someone that had trillion of dollars. Because are they going more to more tribulation than you are going through? You don't have enough money, but you are happy. You don't have enough money, but you have good health. You don't have enough money, but your family are safe. Those rich people, they have so much money, they are stressed. They have so much money, a lot of people trying to kidnap their kid, kidnap their wife, kidnap somebody just so they can ask them for money. They have so much money, they have a lot of people trying to sue them. They have so much money, they're talking bad about them in social media, like they're telling lies about them, people following them, getting into all their personal personal life. They have so much money, they're going through so much stress, they're doing drugs. That's why all of them, they do drugs, they're taking meth, cocaine, they're doing all those stuff because like the money is really not making them happy. There's people that always say money 
I think money bring happiness or money can buy happiness or something like that. Or money cannot buy happiness. Oh, yeah. I, I think it said money cannot buy happiness. That thing is true. Money cannot buy happiness. Just because you have money doesn't mean that you are happy. So be joyful no matter what. No matter what the situation you are going through, I'm reminding you to be joyful. No matter what the situation you are going through again, I'm reminding you again to be joyful. There is a way out. That's something I will always say. There's always a way out. Don't listen to the enemy telling you you are stuck in that tribulation you are going through. Don't let the enemy telling you that you are stuck in the sin that you are going through. Don't let the enemy think that you are stuck serving me because you sold your soul to me. We have a chance to be saved until we die. When you die, that's when you don't have a chance to be saved. As long you are alive on earth, I don't care if you sell your soul. Some people saying like, if you sell your soul, you're not going to go to heaven. No, you can still go to heaven. The only time that you are not allowed to be saved, you're not going to be able to be saved, is when you die. If you die into the sin, that's it for you. But as long as you are alive, you're able to get out of what you are. You're able to get yourself out of the situation that you put yourself in. Sometimes we're putting ourselves in some situation because of what we are going through, because of poverty, because of brokenness, because of stress, because of... People laughing at you. People telling you you will never be nothing in your life. So you choose to sell your soul to the enemy just so you can have money. Some people do that in Africa. A lot of people like, you know, doing ritual because they was born in a poverty. You know, they was born like into a family that don't have money. Some of them choose to do it so they can have the family. They get the money. They're helping people out. They're doing this. They're doing that. So the situation that you are in caused you to do stupid stuff. So don't listen to the enemy telling you, you belong to me forever because you sell me your soul. No, you don't belong to the enemy forever. You are able to get out of it. As long as you come to a conclusion that you made a mistake, you ask God for forgiveness. You confess your sin to God. You ask God for forgiveness. God will forgive you even if you sold your soul to the enemy. So be joyful. Don't let that stress you out. There is a way out. Jesus is the only way out. Don't listen to the other religions telling you that other religion, I'm not talking about about religion. I'm not a religion person anyway. You know, I'm a man of God. I'm not a religious person. That's why when somebody asks me what religions are you, I say I am not a religious person. I am a man of God. I do the thing that God asks me to do. I do the thing that the Bible tells me to do. That's why when somebody comes to me saying that, you know, this is what Jesus wants me to tell you, God wants me to tell you, I say, thank you very much. I take that message and I bring it to God. Was it you? The message might look beautiful and, you know, like in my eyes, but it wasn't God. Because the Bible says Satan appealed as an angel of light. 
Satan will bring good message to you. That's why you always have to check the message that anybody sent to you. It could be a message of something you've been waiting for so long, but it wasn't God that sent that message to you. The enemy is a deceiver. He loves to deceive people. He's deceiving a lot of people and make people think that he's the true God. He's deceiving a lot of people to make people think that there is two way or three way to heaven. He's deceiving a lot of people to make people think that worship me. I'm a better God. I'm going to give you more. That's why Satan, when you choose to serve him and you do the sacrifice, he gives you so much. He's trying to make himself look like a good God. He's trying to make himself look like he's the true God. And in other people, he put like in other people's mind that God, Yahweh, is not the true God. Jesus Christ is not the true God because like, if he was the true God, he was going to help you in the situation that you are going through right now. But I'm going to tell you that right now. We are not better than Jesus. Jesus suffered for us on earth, so we shall suffer for Jesus, no matter what. Your life will never be easy because Jesus died and suffered for you on earth. He took the sin for you. So if you spend your whole life, you don't suffer at all. So that means like you're better than Jesus, huh? You're telling me that you are better than Jesus? You telling me that you are better than Yahu, you know, Yeshua? Yeshua is it Yeshua or Yeshua? Yeshua, Jesus Christ. So don't listen. If a pastor come to, there's a lot of pastor. They're preaching the gospel. They're telling people that accept Jesus into your life as a Lord, as your Lord and Savior. And all your sin will be wiped away. Okay, that's true. Some of them saying that all your problem will be wiped away. I don't think all your problem will be wiped away. A lot of them are also deceiving people because they want you to come to their church. They're making it seem like when you accept Jesus into your life, you will not suffer. They're making it seem like when you accept Jesus into your life, you will have money 24-7 to do things. No, that's not true. That's why when I tell you guys, accept Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior if you haven't done it. You see, that's the message I'm giving you to. I'm asking you right now. If you haven't received Jesus Christ into your life as a Lord and Savior, right now is the true time, the right time. Accept Jesus into your life as your Lord and Savior. But it doesn't mean that your life is going to be smooth. You will suffer. Don't think your suffering is going to be less than what you are going through right now. Yes, it might go less, but 99% of the time, your suffering is going to go worse because you accepted Jesus into your life. The enemy, you become the enemy, you, you become Satan's enemy. The moment that you accept Jesus into your life, you automatically become Satan's enemy. He will attack you. If you had one demon Washing you, attacking you, you will have 10, 20, 1,000, 1,200, a legion attacking you at the same time because you become, it's like, this, like, you know, alert, just like child support. People that's on child support, every time you get a new job, there's an alert. The person that responsible, the child support case manager, receive an alert that you got a new job and then they went and garnish it. 
It's like the same thing for Satan. Every time somebody accepts Jesus, there's like an alert. Satan, no. It's like an alert making noise into Satan's kingdom. Emmanuel just accepted Jesus. Samuel just accepted Jesus. It's like the whole, the whole Satan kingdom is on fire. They say, oh my God, why, why did you let that happen? And I know for a fact that's exactly what happened. I don't have proof, but I know for a fact that's exactly what happened. Satan, I said, what happened? I told you to, you know, like I told you to do this. That was your responsibility to make sure that James do not accept Christ into his life. Why did you let that happen? So now Satan gonna say, okay, take Take 1,500, 1,500 demon more. Go attack him. Go make his life miserable to make him regret that he accepted Jesus into his life. Go and make him regret it. So I'm telling you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but I'm, I will never tell you that your life going to be smooth. I will never tell you that all your problems going to be wiped away. You're not going to have problems. But I can tell you that all your sin will be forgiven. All the sin that you did before you accepted Jesus, when you confess your life and you accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior, he will be forgiven. And then every sin you're going to do further down the line, as long as you, you, you ask God for forgiveness, you ask Jesus for, for forgiveness, your sin will be forgiven. But I will never tell you that all your problem will be wiped away. No, it's not. I would never tell you that you're not going to suffer. That is the biggest lie. If any pastor or woman of God tell you that when you accept Jesus into your life, all your sin, no, not your sin, all your problem will be wiped away. You will not have a problem. They are not a true man of God. Because you are not better than Jesus. Jesus suffered for us when he was on earth. He was God, 100% God and 100% man. He allowed himself to suffer for us. You know, like take the sin away from, he, take, he took the sin away. He took the sin upon himself. He did not took all your problem upon himself. He did not took all your tribulation upon himself. He took the, all, all our sin upon himself. So we can live by the grace of God. So we can have access to heaven. So we can be able to go next to the Father. But he never said that I took your problem upon my shoulder. You will never go to problem. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus never said he, he, you will never go to problem. You will never go to tribulation. Jesus said you will go to tribulation. Be happy when they, you know, you know, like, you know, when they beat you. Jesus said be happy and match you something. Be happy when they beat you up. Be happy when they lock you up. Be happy when you go to tribulation for my name. Be happy when they put you in jail for my name. Be happy when they, you know, like call him to make you look like you're crazy for my name. Be Those are the things that Jesus said. Jesus didn't say, be happy because you will never, ever, 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 ever go to tribulation. The only time we will not go to tribulation is when we go to heaven. For the one that, you know, for the one, for the true believer, the one that's going to heaven. 
God made that promise after your life. When you go to heaven, that's when the good thing will happen. But as long as we are on earth, tribulation will come. As long as we are alive, tribulation will come. There's another topic I talk about. Honor your parents. I think I spoke about that. Let's see. Let me click on that. Oh, yeah, honor your father and your mother. That topic was more for the kid, for everybody, but, you know, more for the younger kid, too. But because, like, us, even if you're, like, 50 years old, if your parents are still alive, you're still a kid in their eyes. So, you know, it was for everybody. The first one I spoke about was loving your parents. Second one, support your parents. Third, respect your parents. You know, love one another. That was still part of loving one another. But, you know, like the subtopic was honor your father and your parents. Love them. You know, we we read, you know, Ezekiel 6, 2, 3, Matthew 15, 4. You know, we we actually went over them, you know, Honor your parents and your mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Because when you do it, there is a promise. There's a good promise. There's a bad promise. The good promise, if you honor your parents, you will live longer. The bad promise, if you don't do it, you're gonna, you're not going to live long. That's why there's a lot of young people, they die before their parents. They die so young because of disrespectful. I know some of them die because of sickness, but I'm talking about the one that died because they're being disrespect, disrespectful to their parents, disrespectful to adults, not just their parents, people that's older than them. So we, we spoke about that. But the real message I want to, the real message for today is Keep fighting. There's a way out. There's always a way out through Jesus Christ. There is always a way out. Like I said, through Jesus Christ. There's always a way out through Jesus Christ. That's my main message today. There's always a way out through Jesus Christ. If you're trying to find all, you know, a different way out, that's not through Jesus Christ. That's on you. If you try, sorry, I have like gum in my mouth, you know, you know, like the gum keep coming out. I forgot to remove my gum. Sorry, everybody. Sorry for that. I should have had to remove the gum, but I forgot to do that. Okay. If you try to look for a way out of the situation, a different way out into the situation that you're going through right now, that's not through Jesus Christ. You know, that's on you. Because like Satan might even pretend to help you out of the situation that you are right now, but he's going to put you to another one. He might open the door for you just a little bit. You get out this door and then you went to another one. 
But when Jesus will move you from the situation, he will move you permanently. You will never go out of it. You might go to a different kind of situation, but you will not. You will never be in the same situation. Satan might take you out a little bit, give you a break, but you're going to go right back into it. Because you didn't get out of it through Jesus Christ. You got out of it through him again, because he's the one that put you in it, and then you got out of it you know, his way, but not Jesus' way. You know, there's a um, there's a celebrity. I forgot her name. I think her, her name is Aria Montana or something like that. I, I think that's her name. I saw a video of her. She was talking. She was saying that she was telling people that Satan is a good guy. Satan is the true father. Satan is the true God. And Jesus is the false God. She was telling people that Yahweh is the false God. She was telling people the way she met Satan. She was going through a lot. She went somewhere and then she met a guy. And then the guy spoke to her. The guy was Satan. You know, Satan appealed to her. She was desperate need of that kind of person. Satan will appeal to you when you were desperate. When you were like in a desperate need. Let's say you were like in a desperate need of a good friend. You are so desperate. You want a good friend. You are craving for a good friend. Satan will appeal to you as that good friend. If you were like, you know, like desperate need of a father because your father was not a good father. Satan will appeal to you as, as the kind of father figure that you want, wanted. Your whole life because your father was not, your will father on earth was not that kind of father. So she was in desperate need of that and Satan appealed to her as that person that she was imagined to meet, that person that she felt that she needed in that moment. So Satan appealed to her. So she was telling people that. God is the false God. Jesus is not God. Satan is the real God. Satan is a good guy. Satan is the real father. Satan is the only way. That's what she was telling people. You see, the people that have been saying they're doing their job. So us as a Christian, why are we not doing it? We are so busy, like into the things, you know, like in the world, we are so busy, like in all the things, but we're supposed to do our job as a believer and we're not doing it. It's like we become selfish. Oh, I have God in my life. I don't care for the other person. That's the way we, you know, that's the way we act sometimes. I'm saved. I don't care for the other person. No, you're supposed to care for the other person. When God give you something, he give you to bless others. Yeah, we spoke about being blessed. That's another, to- you know, like topic that we, you know, I spoke about. Being blessed. What are you doing with the blessing that God gave you? That was the question I asked you guys. What are you doing with the blessing that God gave you? Or what will you do after God bless you with a money? He could be like you become a millionaire, or it could be a business. Like what are you what will you be what will you do when God bless you? Or what are you doing what now right now with the blessing that God gave you? Are you just using it for yourself? 
blowing money on yourself, buying everything, and then there's other people suffer. You're not using the blessing to help other people. When God bless you, he bless you so you can be able to help other people. He opened the doors for you to help other people. So what are you doing? There's a lot of stuff going on in Haiti right now. They, there was an earthquake in Haiti. I think it happened August 7th. Was it August 7th that happened? Or 14th. I think it was August 14th. Why don't you send some money to Haiti? To help those people that are going through the earthquake. There, there was an earthquake in um, Mexico. There was an earthquake like in so many places. There was hurricane in so many places. So God bless you so you can bless other people. Right there in your neighborhood, there is people suffering. Right there in your state, in your town, there is people going through a lot. So what are you doing with God blessing? What are you doing with God blessing? Me, I'm doing what I can to do the will of God. There's a lot of stuff I'm still trying to put together. I'm looking for all the puzzle in my life that I've been spreading around so I can put the puzzle back together. So I can put my life back together so I can do the things that God, you know, called me to do. You know, this show is one of them. You know, I'm responsible for a nonprofit organization, this mission trip that I, that I used to do. You know, I haven't done it. You know, I'm trying to get back into that. You know, my organization name is The House of Happiness. You know, I'm in the process of um, changing the website. There's a couple stuff that I'm changing right now in the website. The website is down right now. You know, when I actually get that situated, I will put the information like into my life so people that want to support can support. You know, but most of us, we're just living life just to live life. We're not trying to find why did God create you. God created you for a reason. If God didn't, didn't have a reason for you, he was not going to create you. So he created you for a reason. So me, I'm looking for my purpose. I know some of my purpose. I know there's more into it. You know, look for your purpose in life. And pray for God to help you within that purpose. Stop living your life like somebody else's life. Envy. We spoke about that too. Envy. You envy something just because you see somebody else have it. Just because that person have it doesn't mean that you have to have it. So look for your purpose. Ask God, why did you create me? Why do you want me? What do you want me to do on earth? Maybe God made you to bring one person to him. One person. Some people think like for them to do the will of God, they have to bring 
thousands of people to God. No, God might create you just to win one person to him. Only one person. But you haven't done it because you're not focusing, you know, on the purpose for your life. You're not asking God what is your purpose in life. What do he, do he want you to do in his kingdom? God might create you for one purpose. It's for you to pray for one person. God might create you. Your purpose is to be a good wife to your husband. To be a good supporter to your husband. Or to be a good husband to your wife. To be a supporter to your wife. God might create you. Your purpose is for you to support your wife ministry. Or to support your husband ministry. So look for your purpose. Stop living your life based on somebody else's life. A lot of people, oh, I want to be like T.D. Jake. Can you go to the tribulation T.D. Jake is going through? I want my life to be based on the way T.D. Jake is. T.D. Jake is popular. There's a lot of people knowing him, but did you know what he went through? Oh, I want my life to be like that person. But can you go through the tribulation that the person is going through because everybody is going through a, you know, a tribulation. So stop basing your life on other person life. That person life is not your life. Whatever that person has doesn't mean that you have, you're supposed to have it. Maybe God have better for you. T.D. Jake might have a million followers and then God wants you to have 20 million, but you're so focused on, you want your life to be like T.D. Jake you will never be like T.D. Jake. And then you will never receive the thing that God have for you because you're not in the path. You, you have to be in the path for the things that God wants for you to happen. If you go into the other route because you're trying to follow somebody else, you're just going to rest your time. You're going to get older and older. And then God is waiting for you on the left. You're going to the right or God is waiting for you on the right. You're going to the left. But when you focus on the thing that God has for you, you're asking God, what do you have for me? You're asking God, what is your will for me? What do you want me to do? So that I mean that God going to put you in that path for everything that he wants to happen to you to happen because you're going straight into that, you know, like, and into that path. So whatever will end that path going to happen to you. Don't think like everything going to be good. So all the tribulation in that path going to happen to you. All the blessing going to happen to you. You know, people you're supposed to save for God going to happen. You know, like going to be saved. You know, like stuff you're supposed to do going to, you know, going to come to life because you are going through the path that God has for you. So that's why, you know, I started asking God, what do you want me to do in your kingdom? So, thank you guys for watching me, for the people that's live. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Once again, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Stay tuned on Monday. I will be live again on Monday. You know, we're going to talk about the seven trumpet in Revelation. You know, we're going to talk about it. So, maybe on Monday, we're going to talk about the first trumpet. So it might be like a seven-day thing because I'm going to try not to talk about all of them in, at once. So it might be like one chop trumpet for each day. So it might be like, you know, like a seven-day thing. 
But this next week, that's what I'm going to be talking about. So stay tuned. Tell people about it. Join me, please. You know, come join me. Let's let's talk. If you know something about the seven trumpet, please. That's why I'm letting you guys know early. If you know something about the seven trumpet, please send it to me. You know, like, you know, the more information I have, the more, the better my broadcast will be. Help me support me to grow this broadcast. And I know God will bless you guys. Support me for this show. I know God will bless you guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it once again. Please share and follow and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Have a good day. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. May God bless you all.